Good to have you back. Passing a halfway point of the show. Badgers get a win last night. Bucks get a win last night. Marquette going for the top spot in the Big East. Hoping they can knock off Xavier. Rodgers getting ready to go into the darkness. How will he emerge? All that kind of good stuff. I'll tell you one thing. You're looking for something to do this weekend. Out at the Wisconsin Expo Center, Pella Windows and Doors at Wisconsin. They're at the uh, Nary Home Improvement Show this weekend. And it's Friday through uh, Sunday out at the Wisconsin State Fair Park. And all appointments that are scheduled between Friday and Sunday, you go into a drawing for 1500 off replacement windows or any door project. Okay? How about that? So all you got to do is show up. People that are looking for windows and doors and different projects within their home, they're probably going to this anyway. But if you're heading out to Nary and you're thinking about windows and doors and you know right now the wind is howling, right? Can you hear it? Well, no, you can't hear it here because I got Pella windows and doors in my home. But I left you alone for a second. You probably hear it in your home or business. And you're thinking to yourself, holy crap, I can hear that. The wind is howling. It's probably blowing in some of the creeks and crevices and bringing you some cold air inside your home. Make it more economical. For God's sakes, now the time to do it. Not only can you get uh, 0% interest for 48 months, but if you do it right now, you go into the drawing for 1500 bucks off replacement windows or a door project. You get drawn, you're drawn into that. So stop in, tell them you heard it here, and uh, go in and just talk to them a little bit about what it is your project may entail. And uh, put your name in for the drawing, and you could get that 1500 bucks off of your window or door project. And they're going to pick the winner from uh, the scheduled appointments coming up uh, this coming Tuesday. And they're going to call the winner. They're going to announce it. The winner on Facebook as well. But uh, this, is, uh, this is a big deal, man. Uh, they, you talk about the best time to buy. Now's the time to buy. Go to the Nary Home Improvement Show this weekend at the Wisconsin State Fair Park. Go over and see the friends from Pella. Schedule that appointment. Say, hey, I need some windows. Just schedule it. It's free, by the way, to schedule it. It's absolutely free to come into your house. Just schedule it, and you're good to go. Fantastic stuff. Fantastic stuff. 877-867-1670. 877-867-1670. If you want to hit us up, please feel free. Go ahead and do so. Uh, phone lines now, my friends, uh, wide open. Wide open. Uh, so if you want to get a hold of us, all you got to do is give us a shout. You can hit us up over on Twitter as well, as many of you have. Uh, at Bill underscore Michaels, at Bill underscore Michaels, or at Ben Z. Kenny. You can email the program, thebillmichaels at gmail.com. Find everything over at the website, thebillmichaels.com. Let's get to it. Let's go to Jeff listening to us in California. Jeff, how you doing, man? What's going on? Hey, I'm doing good, uh, Bill. The first thing I want to say is I really appreciate the way you tell it like it is, man. We need it. Uh, I appreciate that. Thank you. As far as Rogers going into the darkness retreat, go on in. Do your thing, then turn the light back on, come out, and realize that you have a legacy to, to protect, and you need to come back to Green Bay. I mean, it would be foolish for him to pack up and leave town. I think the Packers front office needs to go out and get DeAndre Hopkins, get him a big receiver, make him feel better about that, uh, get him a tight end. But but he cannot leave Green Bay. It just makes no sense. It the only reason it would make sense is the financial aspect of it. Other than that, I would agree with you. Other, I mean, unless you really believe that Jordan Love is the next Aaron Rodgers, then you got to say, okay, we got to make the move. But I don't think they do. 
No, I don't think so either. I think they have to realize what they've got. Rodgers has to protect that legacy. What's he got, one or two more years? Why finish up somewhere else? You're a Packer. You stay in Green Bay. Yeah, I think that's the way there's a, a certain amount. I appreciate the phone call. Thanks for listening to us, Jeff, out in California. There is a certain level of, um, how do I put this? There was a certain level of Packer fan, I think, that wants to see it end that way. I would agree with that. They want to see him um, kind of end his career on a high note in Green Bay. There would be, you know, there'd be nothing better, really. I mean, when you look, think about it, it'd be, it'd be incredible. If he could then indeed say, hey, I'm, uh, I'm I'm walking away from the Packers as a lifetime Packer. I'm walking away with the Packers with two championships. I'm walking away with the Packers with four MVPs. Um, I, and that would kind of – to say that you had two Hall of Fame quarterbacks and only two Super Bowls to win in that span I think doesn't set well, like our emailer had a little while ago. Uh, but if you say we had – Two Hall of Fame quarterbacks. We attended four Super Bowls, won three of them. Both guys won between them, you know, seven, eight MVPs. I It changes. It sounds different. And Mark Murphy walks away and says, look what we did. We grew revenue. We uh, expanded upon the wonderful idea of Bob Harlan and the vision of Bob Harlan. We walked away with Super Bowls. The team is in good hands. Jordan Love is ready to go. The money's coming off the books. And instead of a, a complete teardown and rebuild, we're going to you know, let one legacy go, begin another one, start to build the team around that particular player who we now have locked up for three, four years at a, a much more minimal price when it comes to you know, quarterback finances, the ability to go out and get more people. It just it flows. You know, it flows. Paul says, how in the hell is this team even being considered for a Super Bowl? Well, I, I can make a lot of arguments, Paul. Um, I think it starts uh, up front with the offensive line. Last year, it was in flux when Kenny, Kenny or not Kenny Clark, but uh, when Elton Jenkins came back, uh, his knee, he didn't look nearly as quick. And it took him a while to get, you know, kind of solidified. The offensive line with David Bakhtiari, first he was not there. Then he was on a pitch count. They weren't sure if he was or wasn't going to start. Yash Nyman was moving all over the place, and that hurt him. Uh, there was inconsistency there, inconsistency at the center position for a while. But once the offensive line about midway to three-quarters of the way through the season or a third of the way, two-thirds of the way through the season got solidified, the, the offense began to flow a little bit better. Christian Watson started out with the hamstring injury. Didn't see a lot of training camp. Came back, was out again after that, concussed, missed a couple of weeks, out again with another injury. It never really got going, and when he got back, it started to flow. Romeo Dobbs played pretty well, and um, then he ended up getting nicked up. Randall Cobb got nicked up. It, it, it the, the, the weaponry of the offense, I mean, Robert Tanya coming back from the ACL injury didn't look like Robert Tanya. Now it's the year after, so he could be better, most likely will be better because it's usually the year after you come back from the ACL that um, you tend to play better and have that momentum or, or that motion back. So you've got two really good running backs. Uh, if you can add a veteran wide, re wide receiver and – 
draft another wide receiver or two that could help you, and you got to hit on these guys. But it certainly goes from being a questionable to then a solidified set of weapons on the outside if you pick up a good uh, tight end in the draft. And I go back to the kid Michael Mayer, for, uh, the tight end out of Notre Dame. You pick him up in the draft, boy, then you've got yourself uh, a pretty decent one-two punch in hands coming out of the tight end position. So offensively with Rodgers, you're kind of solidified. You know, you, you maybe need an offensive lineman, maybe maybe a right tackle full-time, but for the most part, you're kind of solidified. Then defense, and, and that's all buildable through the, that's using up, what, two, three draft choices? Now that's all buildable. Now the rest of it, Adrian Amos, you probably have to replace if you don't bring him back as the safety. But Jair, while he had a better year, he didn't have a great year. Stokes should be coming back from the injury. Hopefully he picks up where he left off from his, his rookie season. They figured out what to do with Darnell Savage, so and he looked much better in the latter portion of the year. Um, you know, I, Russell Douglas, Rudy Ford all filled in admirably. You know, you're going to get Rashawn Gary back, albeit you still probably need another pass rusher to offset him because who knows how long it's going to take him to really get back to himself coming back off of the ACL. Devondre Campbell had a little bit of a down year. You expect him to come back. Preston Smith, statistically a little bit of a down year, but was asked to do different things because you didn't have Rashawn Gary. So you get all these guys are back, and you can go back to utilizing, utilizing them for what they are. And you're going to get Devontae Wyatt and Quay Walker back with a year – in uh, finally an off season and they could start absorbing things. So it's a matter to me of replacing Dean Lowry, picking up some depth and adding another key piece or two offensively. And if the quarterback is all in, the thumb doesn't break. His legs are under him. He has a tremendous workout off season. Why not? Why not? Tell me, tell me out there, you know, you've got the Eagles, maybe the Cowboys, but you don't have a Micah Parsons, but you still got a better, I think, offense because Dak Prescott, we saw what he is. He's not going to get you there. He just he just doesn't do it. He, he folds in the biggest moments. So Rodgers needs to overcome that. I think Rodgers gives you a legitimate shot. But it also comes down to coaching, and the coaching has to be better. This can't be the the ass-kiss offseason of Aaron Rodgers. Once he comes back, he's got to be all in. You know? So Thomas says we still have the same coaching staff. Well, if, if that's your hang-up, Thomas, then just once they fire everybody, then come back as a fan. Because you complain about that all the time. I get it. But at some point, you got to say, you know, guys in the field need to make plays too. I, I don't like the rehiring of Joe Barry. I never did. I thought Matt LaFleur lost his cojones this year. It, they've eroded over the last couple of years. If those two guys don't wrap their arms around this, then I agree with you. All is lost. It, it'll be a waste of a season. They'll get some wins. They'll fold in the biggest moment. We'll see a, a defense play soft, give up thirds down, death by a thousand cuts, wash, rinse, repeat. I, I completely understand. But you're not getting rid of the coaching staff. So when you ask me a question about how do I think they're going to get back to a Super Bowl, that's how I think they're going to get back. That's it. 877-867-1670. Uh, phone line's wide open. Uh, let's go to Louie listening to us in Eau Claire. Louie, how you doing today, man? What's going on? I'm doing good, Unit. Thanks for the call. Um, you know, 
I'm kind of with you on the coaching thing. I think Lafleur's got good schemes, but I think as we saw in the Super Bowl there with Sirianni and Reed, and even the the championship games with Taylor and Shanahan, fortune favors the bold, and, and Lafleur just seems so timid. I know the other day you kind of uh, alluded to the fact that uh, you know Mike Sherman kind of lost the team when they when they didn't go for it on fourth and short in Philadelphia. Do you think something kind of similar may have happened in the NFC Championship game a couple of years ago against Tampa when they're when they're kicking field goals when they need two scores down you know when it's fourth and goal at the five yard line or whatever? Like I just he seems like he plays scared of his own shadow and just wants to keep everybody happy. You know, like I said, I'm not I'm not one of these guys that calls for coaches' jobs. You know, every every time we lose a game, but it it just seems like man, you got to grow a pair here. I, I don't call for coaches' jobs unless you lose the game because the coaching staff didn't put guys in the best place to be successful. It, one game is one thing, but when you do it over and over again, that's the reason I started to become frustrated like many fans because we saw it defensively speaking early on this season. And it really wasn't until later in the season, maybe the, the last third of the season, that it seemed like the defense began to play a little bit different. But I agree with you. You can't blame the coaches all the time. You can certainly look at calls and you can certainly look at you know timeouts and replays and things used and stuff. But to me, it's all about the attitude, about the way they got, kind of wrap their arms around the guys. And Matt LaFleur, in my opinion, needs to go back to being the Matt LaFleur we saw in year one where he wasn't taking crap from anybody. He was a player's coach, but he wasn't taking crap. Now it seems like he's been publicly snipped almost. Uh, and so he needs to get himself back. At least that's the perception. Again, behind closed doors, we don't 100% know. But the perception is that he's milquetoast, man. When you look at these other other coaches, uh, the, their, the way their mentality is, they're not making excuses for their players consistently. They're not not using names. They're saying, yeah, this guy had a bad game. This guy had this. We're going to work on this. we got to work on that. You know, they're not tiptoeing around the precious ego and, and basically losing their own ability to coach and ability to discipline and ability to call a guy out because they're so afraid. Don't be afraid anymore. you got nothing to lose. If you're going to go out, go out swinging, man. Go out with what, what it is you do best, period. 877-867-1670. Hit us up. Again, 877-867-1670. More of the Bill Michael Show next. Covering Wisconsin sports like a blanket, this is the Bill Michael Show on the Wisconsin Sports Zone Radio Network. Right here in our own backyard, Cedarburg, Wisconsin. Uh, Kemp's is looking for uh, people right now. And uh, there's a lot of people that are looking for jobs, better paying jobs, 23 bucks an hour, plus, 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 plus. They have sign-on bonuses that are being offered for certain positions uh, right now, so you may qualify. You want to check it out. Uh, by the way, they need some CDL drivers, Class A, production people, cooler, uh, cooler employees, and maintenance technicians like ASAP. 
So if you're thinking about a career, if you're thinking about benefits, if you're thinking about uh, a terrific company right here based in the state of Wisconsin, that's our friends at Kemp's Food since 1914. Check out our friends at Kemp's. You can work. Uh, they work hard, by the way, as well to support local communities and local funds and such, such as the uh, the, the food banks and uh, alleviating hunger, offering hope and delivering uh, you know, good. It all what all come, goes around comes around. They believe in that. So check out our friends uh, at Kemp's in Cedarburg, Wisconsin. Go to Kemp's K E M P S Kemp's dot com and click on the uh, careers link at the bottom of the page. Kemp's dot com K E M P S Kemp's dot com. That's Kemp's dot com. Click on the careers link at the bottom of the page and fill it all out. And they are uh, they're hiring, they're interviewing, they need people like yesterday. So get a hold of our friends at Kemp's, K-E-M-P-S. Not only are they uh, hiring, but they're a good Wisconsin company, man. Good Wisconsin company. Doesn't matter your age, too, by the way, I was told. Just whatever you old you are, they're looking for good people. Good people come in all ages, shapes, sizes, all that kind of good stuff. Kemp's.com. Click on careers at the bottom of the page. <coughs> 877 uh, you can find us eight seven seven eight six seven sixteen seventy. Aaron uh, Brost over on uh, Twitter says uh, if he informs the team significantly earlier than any time Brett Favre was doing uh, his nonsense, it would be great. Um, this is uh, Ray says. Please go to the Jets. We need some love in Green Bay to heal the cap. Um, Scott says we sit and wait because the Packers are allowing all of this to go on which we talked about a little bit earlier because, you know, it's because he has the power. He has that power. He just does. Um, this one says, hey, Bill, didn't listen to the beginning portion of the show. What did you think of the Badgers win last night? Oh, to get a win is a good win. To get a win and hitting your free throws is another good way to do it. Um, but, you know, when you, <laughs> you know, it, they just weren't going to let another second half lead just slip away. Uh, they gave uh, back nearly a 12-point lead going stone cold from the floor. And uh, they ended up getting a 64-59 win over Michigan, which was nice. It was a little bit of a re- revenge factor from last year. Uh, Stephen Crow added 11 points and 11 boards, uh, just kind of doing the yeoman's work. Um, so, you know, it, it was it was a hard-fought night. But to go cold from the floor for 10 minutes, I, that'll cost you in the tournament if you make it there, you know. Um, but you know, you talk about it like being a bubble match game. They won that game, you know? So they won that game. Uh, as much as Wisconsin struggled offensively down the stretch, the Badgers made it tough on Michigan and held the Wolverines to just two of their final 11 shots. So if you can't hit shots, you play terrific defense and that's what they did. You know, uh, going one for nine in the final 521 of the first half and missing 15 straight shots to end the game, you're not going to continue to win basketball that way. But you got to win. And, uh, you know, uh, Chucky Hepburn, he finished one for nine from the field. But that big steal, uh, who was it was a kid? Uh, um, there was about, I don't know, 20 seconds or something like that left. Oh, the kid, the Doug, I can't think of the guy's last name. But that was pretty much, you know, even though, again, when you're not hitting your shots, you got to play tough defense. Chucky Hepburn did. So, I, you know, kudos to them. So sometimes you just need that win and maybe things begin to fall. But it's like, you know, Ben and I talked about earlier this year. 
when it comes down to the stretch and you need a big bucket and you're in a tight ball game, who are you going to go to? It, it's it, you just throw a dart at a dartboard and hope that they hit it because they just don't have consistent shoot, consistent shooting. They just don't, and that's the that's the the bugaboo that has been uh, been around for a, a little while now. They just don't have consistent shooting. But you take the win. You don't apologize for it. You take it. You take it. and You try to move on. You try to put a a, a couple. Uh, couple of things together that, you know, you can get two, three wins. You start to stack success. Guys start to feel confident. And who knows what can happen? We've seen weirder things happen, so why not? But uh, it's it's after getting off to that fast start that raised expectations, they have certainly crashed back down to earth, but now they're kind of trading wins in the month of February. You take it. Is that pretty much a, a as the Badger-esque person you are, Ben, is that pretty much a decent synopsis a synopsis of how you look at things? Yeah, I mean, it's we all know what how the season's going to end. Uh, at least I think we all share a thought on how it will. Not unlike when the Packers go into the playoffs with the special team stuff. You just had a feeling mm-hmm. it would end like that. I have a feeling this team will lose a game in whatever tournament they're in because they can't hit a late shot or they can't close a game. But a win like that makes what's been a tough season. Uh, the taste is a little sweeter given the revenge mm-hmm given the rivalry right. part, given the fact you had a kid like Kamari McGee come up and play really well. Like that's, right. that's something you're able to build off because it's been snowballing. Like it's been a horrible couple months. Uh, I think one month overall of play getting a win like that, even if it doesn't lead to a great end of this season, it's big for next year. Yeah. Kamari McGee, correct me if I'm wrong. He only, he hasn't seen much playing time at all. And, Correct. you know, I mean, in, and all of a sudden he comes in, plays a season high, 14 minutes, six boards or six points, uh, a board and an assist, a uh, couple of key moments in the game. I mean, to be able to come in and just sustain, I mean, not play spectacular, but just to sustain at that point. Yeah, you take it. You know, maybe there's a little growth there. Who knows? I agree with you. And uh, eight, um, yeah, go ahead. And they had a great handshake at the end, but it was. Like all, all the Michigan players came in. Hunter Dickinson was wearing a ski mask. Like they're they're clowns, and yeah. I, and I'm glad they like it's the they are the most unlikable basketball team I have ever witnessed in my short life on this earth. Trying to think, I mean, even more so than your your disdain for Coach K and all those Duke teams. I mean, I I hated some of the players. I I disliked the coach, but you dislike them mainly because they win. Right. This Michigan team isn't good. They just, just the way they carry themselves just is jags. what's frustrating. Okay. Yeah. Right. Like, like okay. obviously, the Grayson Allen, Coach K thing is what it is. But that's more so because of the success they had. And then Grayson Allen with the extracurriculars. Um, mm-hmm. Which, by the way, did you see our guy, Coach K, was back at Cameron the other day? Uh, no, I did not. Uh, he said he would never come back to take the spotlight off of the team on the court. And there he was, sitting courtside. Well, can't, I mean, he can't go watch a, watch a game. Well, then again, he's sitting courtside. Maybe you put him upstairs somewhere. But if you're sitting courtside, that's that's a whole other thing. And uh, John Shire, while it's been a tough year for Duke, they have beaten North Carolina more recently than Coach K has. So there's that. <laughs> then there's that. Gotcha. I'm just trying to look for happiness, man. Mike, I know. And Mike Clemens you... slapped me in the face today. I, oh, I, I can't believe he did that. He 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 beanbag wiped you. There's no doubt. But <laughs> I couldn't tell where he was going. I couldn't tell if he was trying to rip the fans that were at the game. I can't tell if he was trying to rip the team or the city. And then he's like, "Oh, and the tickets are too expensive." 
I was like, yeah, but you didn't need to say how sad everybody was while you're doing it. Yeah. Like, come on. <laughs> or it's like they weren't that sad. It's like, I don't know. Yeah. <sighs> Mike uh, Mike just uh, just rolls on. He just comes in, does his thing, and leaves. It's ridiculous. <laughs> if we had another seven minutes, he would have gone into a story about like some some depressed Eagles fan banging their face into the wall on his way out. It's like that would have really I mean, done. He it. might have seen that, you know. I would have hell, if I would have seen that, I would have I would have reported that. I would have said I saw some crazed Eagles fan just get, you know, get slide. By the way, uh golf, god, what is it? It's golf golf dot oh, if anybody knows help me out. It is a recap of all the drunken stupidity. Uh <laughs> In the Waste Management Open. Oh, you saw golf. the streaker? Well, it's not just the streaker. It's like there was a hill oh, yeah. this, guy, this guy sat in front of, and he just kept counting the people that were, like, drunk and would lose their footing and fall down the hill. And and then he's got, like, crowded sound effects behind it. Oh, my God, it's hilarious. It's like golf. Crap, I can't think of what it is. Golf dot something or other. It's on TikTok. It is, it. It's a bunch of drunk morons. Like I said, at the Waste Management Open that are just uh, just hammered. Just hammered. Um, God, I, maybe I can find it during the break. Because oh, all the people got to up. lean to them? Like you could tell oh, that their feet are on oh, a different plane than their yeah, upper body? exactly. Yeah, they're they're leaning. They're, <laughs> in the hill slides, there's like a spot where everybody steps and they all slide and fall. And then there's the guys that are like leaning and walking over and they can't walk oh. and they're falling into stuff. And Oh, my God. That it's it's hilarious. Um, Mark says, by the way, uh, are you, did I hear you're going to the next Boston Celtics game on the 30th? Yes, I am. I will see you on the 30th if you're going. Uh, he said, uh, drinks down at Calderon Club before the game on me. Love the program. Mark, I might even take you up on that. I Maybe I'll buy you one back. We'll sit at the end of the bar and say hi to Gino and Alex and everybody else and, and be, then walk over to the game. Lock arms. That'll be late March. Hopefully, at least the weather's decent, you know, because we'll uh, be right into the thick of things with baseball at that point. Baseball will be getting underwear, so it'll be a banner time around the, the state of Wisconsin for Bucks basketball heading to the postseason and Brewers baseball getting underway. You're creeping into the draft. The combine's just about done. I mean, I'm, I'm taking it. Taking it. Good stuff. Uh, let's do this. We're going to step away. We're going to take a quick break and come back. we got a lot more to get to. This portion of the program brought to you by our friends over there, Cunis RV. And I've been telling you, I can't wait. I cannot wait. For the RV season to get underway, I just I, I just can't. Our travels around the state, our travels to the affiliates, our travels to different events, I can't wait. I'm so looking forward to it. And traveling around in one of the RVs from Cunis RV, the uh, the next edition of this year's Big Unit Cruiser, uh, looking forward to it. Whether it's heading out to Sturgis, to uh, some of our events for uh, the Fisher House, Wisconsin, the motorcycle ride, all of it. I, I can't wait. And it's all thanks to our friends at Cunis RV, Wisconsin's fastest growing RV dealer. Go to Cunis RV. Dot com to find the location nearest you. If you haven't seen it, go to Cunis RV Elkhorn on Facebook. Uh, for Valentine's Day, the entire staff got together and started line dancing. It's pretty cool. Pretty cool to, to, to watch and listen to. Uh, just they wanted to share the love, so they started line dancing in the showroom yesterday. It was, I don't know if it was choreographed or not, but it certainly looked cool. So go to CunisRV.com. That's CunisRV.com. This is the Bill Michael Show on the Wisconsin Sports Zone Radio Network. I would swallow my pride, I would choke on the line, but the lack thereof will make me up inside. 
Hey, I want to tell you about our friends over there at Homeside Financial. And my buddy Scott Ellis is fantastic. And I know this is the time of year people start looking at their house saying, you know what? Downsize or maybe buy a new one, think about building one, or you're going, you know what? This is going to be the year we're going to get completely out of debt. We're going to refi, <clears throat> use some of that equity and put our life back on track. Or maybe you got something coming up you want to do, you know, uh, maybe you want to take a big trip, a family vacation now that everything's back and pretty much open. My buddy Scott Ellis with Homeside Financial can get it done. 414-791-7771. Now, when I went through the process, uh, I was going through the divorce. I wanted to refi. I was getting getting her off my mortgage, all that kind of stuff. I was taking my house back and going through everything I needed to do to clean everything up. This guy... Uh, I, I called him kind of like the janitor because he was cleaning up the mess. Scott was fantastic. Uh, they're re- I'm telling you, there just simply is nobody better when it came to my mortgage. And he did an outstanding job. He was always available, p- provided a great rate, which right right now uh, most rates are between seven, six and a half and seven, and, and possibly even going up. Uh, he's got a 2-1 buy-down, and it starts out at 4.5%. And a lot of people are starting to take advantage of this because you can always refi after a while, too. So get a hold of Scott. If that sounds attractive, you want to get more information, call up Scott and say, hey, I heard it on Bill's show. You got 4.5% rate with this buy-down, this 2-1 buy-down, and ask him about it. It's fantastic. 414-791-7771. 414-791-7771. Again, 414 Seven one. Whether it's you know buying a new home, getting a new mortgage, getting pre-qualified, or maybe getting home equity, whatever it happens to be, he can help you out. Again, 414-791-7771. 414-791-7771. Get a hold of our guy, Scott Ellis. So good stuff there. Thank you uh, for being a part of the program. Uh, 877-867-1670. If you want to give us a shout, do it uh, by all means. This one is from Fisk Dog who says, uh, hey, unit, not quite sure what golf uh, what golf channel you're talking about on TikTok. Uh, there was many different funny golf videos. I have seen a lot of different videos from the Waste Management Open. They're all hilarious, and you're right. It's just a bunch of drunk people falling down. How wasted do you have to be to go to the Waste Management Open? He also says, the one thing we don't know about Jordan Love is whether or not he can win. Let's say the Packers do make the move. They trade away Aaron Rodgers. They pick up a couple of first-round draft choices. Those draft choices don't hit, and we're looking at Jordan Love as being nothing more than an average quarterback. How much do you think fans are then going to bitch, moan, and bellyache about getting rid of Aaron Rodgers a year or two too early? Um, That's... Right? I mean, I, I don't know what else you want me to say. If this dog, that's, you're 100% correct. It, we are a what-have-you-done-for-me-lately society. You know? That's it. So if, if, if it works out and Jordan Love suddenly becomes the real deal, people are going to say, why didn't you do this earlier? And if it doesn't, they're going to say, I can't understand why you did what you did. This is the stupidest thing you could have ever done. You didn't get enough for him. And when you did make the choice... The draft choices were busts and, you know, on and on and on and on. You know, just just is. <laughs> I don't know what to tell you. but it, We are, like you said, a what-have-you-done-for-me-lately society. Wholeheartedly, I believe that. Um, 
JJ said, have you seen Tom Brady commenting on Janet Jackson's uniform malfunction? It's hilarious. I, I have not. I have not said, did he do his uh, podcast with Jim Gray today or something? Something that I didn't know about? I have not seen that. And, and God, that's been a while now, right? It was 2004, Bill. I have found a quote of it. Okay. On his podcast, he said, quote, it was probably a good thing for the NFL. Because it led to exposure. Okay. Well, it's true. 100% true. Um, now, it might not have been. I, To me personally, I think it was for her career, too. She was already a hit. I mean, for all the hits that she has had, she was already rocking it. But that put her, like, to a different stratus, stratus because it was, um, if you remember... And now they've got like this Bruder film. We've seen so many close-ups and slow motions and uh, clarity as we've now gotten into pixelation and, and the reduction of pixelation and such. Now it's clearly everybody sees that she had a shield over her nipple. It was like uh, some kind of a, a decorative thing that she had on her nipple. So it wasn't like it was a completely exposed nipple. It was just he ripped the top off and a boob came out. And everybody went, oh, and it was like for a split second. And everybody thought she had some giant, big old metal-looking nipple, and turns out it wasn't. It was like a, like a nipple hat, for lack of a better term. <laughs> and Justin Timberlake just did the, oh, my God, I can't believe I did that thing. And she was like, oh, my God, I'm so embarrassed. But everybody knew what the hell was going on. You know, we're going to flop out a boob at the Super Bowl. Okay, we're all going to, you know, go through the stratosphere. It, it is what it is, you know. It, it, it was a kind of a... I, my assumption it was a pasty, but they do make. Now I'm, I'm going to get into something weird oh, here. God, here we go, Ben. So they do make a. If you get your nipples pierced, okay. And the only reason I know this is because right next to Nice Ash used to be a piercing place where you would take where you went in and asked what happens if you no 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 I, I, I no I saw it in the window and I had to go in and ask. But basically, it's this medieval-looking metal piece that, that, that basically you place over your nipple. So just like the tip of your nipple comes through, okay? And they pierce your nipple, and what they do is when they pierce your nipple, they pull it a little bit, pierce it, and then you put the bar. It's a longer bar, and it goes through your nipple, thus holding the shield on. And they, they made that. It's like a, for lack of a better term, it's like a boob decoration, I guess. I don't know. I don't care. But, right? <laughs> so, so maybe that's what it was. I don't know. I just remember they slowed it down. We've looked at it a thousand times. Everybody's seen her boob, and now we can all move on. You know? That was it. I think much like many things in my life, I remember where I was when. A friend of mine had a, uh, had a house party for the Super Bowl. I was sitting on the couch. Um, I was married at the time. My wife, Judy, and her friends were in the kitchen. Uh, everybody came out to watch the halftime show. There were people sitting on the floor, people sitting on the couches. And <laughs> it happened. And we all went, what? Wait, what? And, you know, we all knew. We thought we saw. We all looked at each other and goes, was that a boob? That was a boob. Was that a boob? Was that a big nipple? I saw a big nipple. Did you see a nipple? That was a boob, right? That was a boob. And then we all went back to drinking. That was the day. <laughs> and I remember where I was when. There you go. Pac-Fan says, I think I need a cigarette after this discussion. I agree with you. I agree with you. 
Uh, <laughs> Jason says, sure, Bill. We all know that you and Mike Clemens went to get it done in Arizona. Yeah, uh, no. No, I, I, no, not happening. I'm not piercing a nipple. <laughs> just, just so you know, I'm not piercing a nipple. Yeah. That's as far as I'm going to go with that discussion. Just an FYI. I'm not piercing anything else for that matter. I had a pierced ear back when I was doing rock radio. I did have that. I still have the hole for that, as a matter of fact. Never closed up. But I'm not piercing anything else. Not piercing anything genitalia. Not piercing a nipple. Not piercing the back of my neck. None of that. Just, you know. (laughs) All right. That's the uh, body sculpture and body art portion of the program. We thank you for taking a listen to us and kind of feeling it out with us. Pardon the pun. This portion of the program brought to you by the Water Doctors. They are in uh, Waukesha, Wisconsin. But (laughs) the Water Doctors and the Connecticut Water Softening System all over the state of Wisconsin. And uh, they would love to help you help them. How? This is what you do. You call them up, 262-549-7733. John Atley and the gang, 262-549-7733. You can ask John if he's got a piercing. You, you can go there, but uh, you tell him you want to talk about the water softening system, the one that Bill Michaels recommends, because it is absolutely positively the best. Uh, I can show you at my house. It, it's fantastic. It's awesome, okay? Uh, so all you got to do is get a hold of them, h2theletterodoctors.com. That's h2theletterodoctors.com. Or call John, 262-549-7733, and you pick up the Connecticut Water Softening System. Anywhere in the state of Wisconsin, they can help you out with installation and get you in touch with the right people. Don't worry about that. Get you taken care of. Also, they do great things for the Custom Canine Service Dog Academy, helping veterans who are in need of service animals. And that is more near and dear to my heart than anything. But I love this water softening system. Always have, always will. Uh, I've got it in my house. I swear by it. Uh, but get our friends at the Water Doctors a call, 262-549-7733. This is the Bill Michael Show on the Wisconsin Sports Zone Radio Network. show we continue on i uh ben did you see the guy i sent uh from the uh it's golf entrepreneur is one of them and he covered quite extensively the uh, waste management open on tiktok did you see that i did yeah i got the tiktok he got uh he got some good shots of the streaker swimming out to the wm in the middle of the pond and got the pictures of him being then being then uh uh restrained i guess and then the drunk guy um the drunk guy in tiktok who's trying to walk down the hill <laughs> he just he's just a hammered mess and uh so there's that that guy uh he can't even stay up he looks like he's just gonna fall into the stands uh but i'm trying to find there's an there's another pardon me there's another one it's like golf gourd or something like that i can't remember what it is but I gotta, I gotta get to it because it's, it's just nothing but a, a montage of idiots at the Waste Management Open. It's hilarious if you haven't seen it. It's really, really good. 
Uh, let's do this. Uh, speaking of golf, our friends at LuxGolfBays.com. Now, I know we got a winter storm coming, apparently. But uh, does, they just say, hey, don't worry about it. We got you covered. Literally. Uh, they're covered. And they're heated. And you can still go down and get your swing on. So uh, check out our friends at Lux, L-U-X-E, LuxGolfBays.com. That's LuxGolfBays.com. Uh, some breaking news out of baseball. Frankie Montes uh, um, could possibly come back in the second half of the season for the Yankees. Going to miss the season for most of it anyway uh, with shoulder surgery. He started throwing, felt a twinge. They went in there, looked around. He's got a tear. So uh, there you go. The Yankees are already losing losing guys. They're not even into the season yet. And they've got the uh, the victory parade going on in Kansas City. And the buses, the uh, KC champs and cigars are being smoked and champagne is being care. spewed. And, and uh, <laughs> so that's taking place. Andy Reid, uh, he very much looks like he's just, he, he he never really smiles. He just looks like he's just waving in the front of this bus, just waving. Like he's going through the Macy's parade. Like, at the end of this, I'm going to get turkey. You know? So, so he's just kind of sitting up there next to, I, I don't, is that his wife, Ben? Did you see the video? His wife is in the, uh, like the leopard, the like the leopard print mink. No, I, I haven't gone have on you seen Twitter. It? Okay. If you see it. I'm purposely uh, avoiding Twitter. Okay, he's I, I, it, maybe it's his wife, but he's got a woman next to him who's in leopard. He's got a woman in leopard that is on the front of the bus with him, and Andy Reid is going through the parade right now, and he, he's, like, waving, and he, he looks like he's not doesn't even want to be there. Like, this this sucks. It's cold. I want to go home. And she's decked out in this, I mean, like, all the way up to her neck, she's in fur, this leopard-look fur. And then she's got the the matching fur on her head as a hat. So you just see like a little portion of her face and her eyes, and she's all this big, burly, look, leopard-looking thing. So uh, anyway, long story short, if you're checking out the Kansas City Chiefs Victory Parade video, you can you can find it there. But, you know, Patrick Mahomes is walking around with a WWE belt, and uh, he's he's got the belt on walking up and down the streets, shaking hands with fans and everything. I can't believe security's not going crazy. Because he's just walking around with a bottle of champagne and a cigar, shaking hands. And in the meantime, Andy Reid and a bunch of the other players are up in the top of the these buses. And they're drinking and popping champagne and smoking cigars. And the trophy's up there. And Andy's like, hey, can we just go home? I need a cheeseburger. So, awesome. There you have it. There you go. I know it didn't make your day. But you can't be bitter. You can't be bitter. I'm not right? bitter. I, I'm still grieving. <laughs> Like, cool. They're good. I get it. I get it. We got another hour yet to go. Hang in there. We got a lot more of the Bill Michael show coming up. Stay tuned. We got more right after this. The Bill Michael Show Podcast. Listen, rate, subscribe.